have now logged on with Glory Rising, where we discuss God's glory within you. We're so glad you've joined us. And now, your host of Glory Rising. My pastor, my husband, Roger. Hello. And Cindy and Andre are not going to be here. Andre has strep throat. I'll tell you what, I don't think this boy ever will get well. <laughs> we won't want to speak that on him. No, we don't want to speak that on him, but that's just how it appears. <laughs> Nisha may be joining us later on this evening, but not sure. So, okay. okay. So I'm so. going to let you do the sharky announcement okay sharky awards time for us here at the fish fishbowl radio network or now named fishbowl studios okay um but yeah once a year they have the uh annual sharky awards this is where they take the, the different shows and uh we can earn awards uh for the different things that we do for our communities and things like this and um, so if you want to vote, uh, and, uh, it's very easy to do. Go to fbrn.us. And when that pops up, go to the three little lines at the top and click on it. And very top of it will say Sharky Awards Nomination. So at that point, you just click there. And I got four little things to answer. So it shouldn't take you very long to do. You can vote for Show of the Year. So you can put down now uh, here. We'll, we'll help you fill it out. Glory Rising Radio, okay. And it's like um, then you then you've got um, the, what they call the Guppy Awards, and that's for a show that has been on uh, on the air for less than, less than a year. And so we've been. Who is it that we uh, talked about last week? Uh, Victor. Uh, what was that name of that show, that new show? There's a Word on the Street. Word on the Street, okay. We're going to kind of give you a few names there that you could fill in those slots. Um, that's a new show that's uh, uh, just started not too long ago. And uh, then you got uh, Host of, of the Year and Female Host of the Year. Male Host, Female Host. So you can put... Uh, uh, you can put my name down, Roger, and you can put Lorez's name down for the female host. And then now you get the form all filled out. Then you click, and it's all done. Okay. But now we're we're looking forward to that uh, because the voting is a, is a lot of uh, for the Sharky Awards to get the the show of the year. And so we're trying to get as many people to uh, uh, to vote to vote. Yeah. Yes, to vote. And Voting ends on November 16th. 16th? Yes. 17th. Okay. November 17th. So, and that's coming up next, next Friday. Week. Yep. And um, if you're on Facebook Live, you'll see right here in front of us, this is the award we won two years ago for the Sharky Points. And those are points that we earn by doing things for the community yeah. and participation. And that, yeah, because you earn, you earn points for, for different things that you do. And so, and also, um, let's see, there's one other point. 
Go ahead, finish out what you were thinking, and I'll probably remember what I was thinking. I was going to say about the Sharky Awards, that was all I had for that. But I am on Facebook Live, mm -hmm. so you can send me messages. Also, if you'd like to give us a call, that phone number is 214-556-6239. We'd love to hear from you. Don't be afraid to call. I promise we don't bite. We won't scream and yell at you, and we won't make fun of you. Unless I look at Victor's face, and he's about to bust out laughing, it looks like. <laughs> Victor, by the way, is our border operator, and he does a tremendous job. And so, but uh, yeah, and uh, and just think about it. What have you ever thought about getting on radio yourself? You know, it's like if you have, you know, you can you can uh, you know get on to f fbrn dot us and says where it says contact, and then you can they have a phone number there that you can call in, talk to Sammy or whoever answers the phones there, and uh, say hey, you know, I'm interested, and they can go through all the things about getting your own show. And if you are not in Texas and you can't come to the studio, guess what? They can still Skype you in to do your show. So we got people in Tennessee, we got people all over the place that does a show here and they're not even here in Texas. So don't let that hold you back. If, if that's something that you really wanna to try to do, you can get a, get a hold of Sammy and uh, say, hey, I'm interested. And then let them know that Glory Rising sent you. Okay. I think I just moved our camera, so I don't know. Or are we still We're on? good. Okay, we're still good. We're good. All right. Okay. Um, One of the other things that we want to talk about is December 1st. Mm -hmm. December 1st, we're going to be having our 150th show. And so we're going to be celebrating that. We'll be on air that night. And then afterwards, we're going to have a little party afterwards and go from there with cake which is going to be provided by grace's sweet treats right and, and so and so we're inviting anybody that, that that's in the area that would like to come please come join us and uh, hopefully some of the other hosts will be able to make it and uh, come and, and celebrate with us so uh, we're looking forward to that that's a real milestone for us you know that's that's you know Three we've just, years. Yeah, we've just hit our three-year mark yep. last week. So, you know, we, we just, uh, you know, we're pressing on. And so we want to thank everybody out there that has been faithful in listening and, and watching on Facebook. And, uh, you know, so you can, you know, if you want, if you, if you're listening on the radio and you want to get on Facebook with us, okay, you just go to Glory Rising and, uh uh, let's see it's I have to remember um, anyway you'll, you'll find it in Facebook on Glory Rising anyway sorry about that I'll have to get more information on that I don't keep up with all my things that I need there so and I'll tell you Roger needs lots of prayer he comes in here Friday evenings to do the show faithfully after working an overnight shift on Thursday night and staying up all day to spend time with me. So he's pretty tired and doesn't always remember everything. <laughs> yeah, plus the, that old age thing, you know. So anyway, that's, uh, that's what we got going on. And, you know, hopefully, um, you know, we're just praying that God will get everybody well again where we can uh, 
get out there and do some more things have a few more things that we want to try to do on for the show but you know the enemy seems to want to uh you know keep us from doing everything that uh god wants us to do <clears throat> so be praying for us you know you know we've been hit with illnesses i got hit with a heart condition auto accidents auto accidents i mean he's trying everything to to you know stop this show so there's got to be you know if he's working this hard to want to stop it that means god must have something pretty exciting for us to do and so. somebody must be getting reached yep and for that, satan to want to stop it so badly yeah it's like you know i guess we we might be doing what we're supposed to be doing it just seems to be you know novel concept yeah you know if not he wouldn't be bothering us he'd just let us go on you know so but uh anyway so this this is what we're going to be doing and so keep in tune for the new year hopefully with everybody gets uh gets back up and we got then we'll be doing some new things but uh keep praying for us and we'll and you know uh the other day i was sitting there praying driving to work and it's like god am i doing enough am i doing the right thing so on and so forth you know questioning everything and it's like you know god i need clear direction now of course none of you ever do that you know all you got it everybody's got their thing squared away uh, but it's like it's just there's times that the enemy throws in a lot of doubt and so you i, I don't have a problem going to the father to ask him it's like hey you know what is it i'm supposed to be doing you know and uh, i say we're we supposed to be continuing the radio program what, what are we going to do here and so as i was driving and uh, God spoke to me very clearly. He says, all I want you to do is speak, be my mouthpiece, and speak the truth. That's all I want you to do. I said, well, what about all this other stuff? He says, what I want you to do is be my mouthpiece and speak the truth. He said, the Holy, you're not, you can't do the Holy Spirit's job. He's the one that convicts. He's the one that, that you know, brings... Uh, conviction to their hearts jesus does the saving you you're just a mouthpiece okay all the work is done by by the father the son the holy spirit they do all the work you know we're just there to help shine a light yeah we're just the vessel that he uses yep and you could be the vessel that can be used as well so never forget that you know never think you're not important enough because you don't have a title you're not important enough because you're not pastor, you're not deacon, you're not this, you're not that. Don't worry about what you're not. Just know that God can use you to speak the truth and share your love with the with these people around you, and God will do the rest. So you're just as important to the kingdom as anybody that's called an apostle or evangelist or anybody else. Oh, you know, th these people are more important to God. No, they're not any more important than you are. So always remember that. And you don't need a title. You've already got the best title of all, and that's called Child of God. Yep. So that title right there gives you the authority, the power, the strength, the ability. Everything you need. To do whatever God calls you to do. Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, God's calling me to do this or that. Then do it. Well, I don't know how. Just do it. 
he'll show you how. You know, so hang in there. You know, God wants us all just to get out there and just speak the truth. Let people know how good, good God is. And if they want to argue with you, don't argue with them. Exactly. Just, it's just futile. Speak the truth. And it's like, well, well, why is this? And why? I don't know all those things. All I know is when God changed my heart, I know what he did for me. And he wants to do the same thing for those people around. Give them peace. Give them joy. You know, help them, you know, show them the error of their way. Mm -hmm. And only the Holy Spirit can do all those things. All you got to do is let them know they have an option or an ability to reach out and take a hold of their hand. Exactly. So, and I responded to him, but Mike says, howdy. Howdy. And we are all doing well at this point. Good. So. We appreciate the, the response back there on the, on Facebook. So did you have anything special that you wanted to share? Loretta. It's just one of the things I know. I'm not sure what you had in mind, but gratitude. Okay. And how a lot of times we're not grateful for the things we have. We're not. Yeah, I. I don't want to necessarily say we're not grateful, but we take for granted the things we have, like our health. And even when we aren't in perfect health, we're not grateful for the fact that we're still able to get up and move around and talk, maybe not as painlessly as we'd like it to be. Uh, we may not breathe as easily as we want to, but God still granted us another day. And, and really, as if we've spent in, if spent any time in the scriptures at all, when we read in there that God says, "All things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are the called according to His purpose." Okay, so no matter what we're going through, it's working for our good and it's working for the kingdom. So, you know, we should be thankful. It's like, well, God. This is what I'm going through now. Okay, well, thank you that you're allowing me to go through this. Thank you, thank you for taking me through this. Right. Teach me so, what I need to understand. But I mean, that's really been something that's come to my my mind frequently, especially this last week at work. Because for those of you who don't know, I do work in a doctor's office. And yes, it's a cardiology office, and so a lot of times our patients come in and they aren't really feeling bad they just don't feel good and don't know why right. but because they don't feel good they're not grateful for what health they do have yeah we, we get caught up with thinking that <laughs> this physical surrounding is should all be perfect uh you know we shouldn't have to suffer we shouldn't have to go through this or go through that um we must have done something wrong if everything is is happening mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so it's like it's not that you know we have to go back and when we read through the scriptures and we see that 
there's a lot of people david every every person that's talked about in this book went through hard times including jesus himself Mm -hmm. you can't get much harder than being put to death on the cross all because of what somebody lied on him or you know lied about him they wanted him dead so you know because they didn't like what he said yeah and you, and you think it's bad when, you know, somebody comes up and makes fun of you because, you know, you believe in Jesus. And you, you go, my, I hurt my feelings. You don't know what hurt means. To suffer for Christ's sake. You know, there's so many people around the world that have suffered greatly just to say, I will not denounce mm-hmm. my Savior. And we'll 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 throw him, we'll throw Jesus under the bus, you know. If something's like, man, you're not doing anything, we're like, okay, Satan. <laughs> I was like, well, we're gonna follow you for a little while, you know, because he 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 won't he won't do this, he won't give me that. It's like, well, you, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> exactly. So. so, you know, hang in there, you know. This is what God is really trying to get across as he was sharing with me that uh, that morning on that drive. He said it's so important that people just know the truth. The truth will set them free. It's not all this stuff that people make up. It's not all these different things that people try to twist the scripture to make it sound what they want it to sound like. It's just, what's the truth? And yes... God has a specific way he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. He expects us to live a certain way. And he will give us the power to live that way. But you can't go live like the devil six days a week and then say, okay, I'm giving God my one day. My now, one hour. Yeah. Not even a day. So well, I'm giving benefit of the, doubt, the whole okay. day. Okay. That you're going to give him a whole day. It's like, you know, when you can't give him five minutes of prayer. You know, I was like, really? <laughs> Who are you fooling? Because God's not fooled. You know, he sees what you're doing. He knows what you're doing. And you think that you're okay? So, you know, these kind of things here, you know, you've got you've got to step back and say, you know, because God's not a man. He's not in one place at one time. God sees all things all the time. And so he's watching you. Okay, so you need to be careful. You know, do you really love God, or are you just using Him to get something? Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thought. Exactly, and it's—I had a thought that ran in, and then it kind of ran away. Um, but there are so many times that we just want to give up. And God said, don't give up. And when we're in our prayer time, and you know, it's, it's okay to ask God why. Mm-hmm. Why am I going through this? Why is this happening? It's, it's okay to ask why. And you know, if you're in a position where, I'm going to admit it, I'm in a job I really don't care much for, but God's not allowing me to leave. And this was another gratitude issue that God had to deal with me on, 
it's I had to learn that even though I don't like the job, be grateful I have a job because it helps pay the bills. Yeah. And God doesn't put us somewhere that he doesn't need us to minister to the people we're around. Mm -hmm. God puts us places. He sends us places because he needs us there. Okay. And And that's so important to remember that you're on assignment. And God appoints you to go somewhere. Be somewhere. He's all of a sudden he gives you this job. Okay. Well, it may it may not be the cushy job. It may be, you know you know, a janitor job, whatever. Some people would say that that's not a good job. Well, see some of these janitors make some pretty good money. Not only that, <laughs> but a lot of these janitors work in solitude and mm-hmm. have time that they can actually be praying. And so, you know, we have to be thankful for where God sends us and what he has us doing today. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's like, well, I don't seem like I'm doing anything for God. Well, you're not doing anything for God because you don't, you don't realize that's what you're there to do. You're not there just to perform a task for, for a human, you know, uh, boss. You're there to shine the light for Jesus where you're at. And we're going to hold on to that thought for just a couple minutes because it's time for our first break. And it's an all-consuming break. It's consumed by fires, first things first. And we'll be right back. All the things that I felt dear The vanities that whispered in my ear What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy I've come to find they never satisfy What would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't want to love what the world loves I don't want to chase what the world does I only want you I only want you First things first, I seek your will Not my own, surrender all my wants to you Keep the first thing first Kingdom's all I wanna see. I don't wanna love what the world loves. No, I don't wanna chase what the world does. I only want you. I only want you. First things first, I seek your will, not my own. First thing first 
owner of an amazing home-based bakery called Grace's Sweet Treats. We can supply all your baked needs, from cakes to cookies and more. Dietary restrictions or allergies? No problem. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Grace's Sweet Treats 2021. Or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624. That's 682-319-6624. A portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes. All right. Welcome back. That was First Things First by Consumed by Fire. And it's such a true meaning in that song. Right. You know, we've got to put God first. Yep. And uh, for those that I, I mentioned about, if you want to try to get on Facebook with us, uh, Loretta, help me out here. Just go to, to Glory Rising, and then that's going to be on Facebook, and it's going to be at the number four jesus 2020 okay that's at the at sign number four jesus 2020 when you go there then you'll it'll pop up glory rising and that way you'll be able to see uh all of our shows and uh if you click you know follow then you'll automatically tell you when we go live and so you don't have if if you don't want to just listen you can actually watch some of the videos that we've got uh, Victor has done a wonderful job to help get those music videos on Facebook for us. And so that just you're just not just listening, but you can actually watch the video. So, you know, we're trying to, to help you out. To, I know that just to sit there and, and see a, a screen that says, we back soon, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't like that either. So... You know, but he came up, you know, we, we brought up the idea to him, and he has worked that out. So he's just, he's doing everything he can to help us to make it even better for you. So uh, so anyway, that's what you, where you can go to go to Facebook if you want to be on Facebook. And uh, then, because uh, that will take you straight to the Glory Rising page. And then, so we'll go from there. So, and if you want to call in today and talk to us that phone number is 214-556-6239 okay and if you if you want to get a hold of us outside of the radio station you can give us a call at 682-319-4846 that number again is 682-319-4846 you just want prayer or you want to ask a question, uh, you can give us a call at that number. Um, Andre will probably be the one that answers the phone there. And then that way we can try to help you out where you where we can there. So you've got some options there. If you just need prayer, you can call that number too and say, you know, and say, hey, you know, I would like for you to be praying for us. So, and that number again is 682 319 Four eight four six. All right. Anything else? I just we'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Also on Facebook, you can send me messages. I'm monitoring. Okay. And uh, so we're going to uh, go back, continue our discussion, and 
you know. So, where did we stop? Uh-oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you would forget. Yeah. So, that's okay. But, uh, you know, we're, we're just kind of trying to, you know, we're talking about gratitude. And, you know, we've got to, you know, be thankful for, for everything that God does for us. And just kind of share some things. You know, if you've got some comments or something that you would like to share, call 214-556-6239. And if you just want to say, if you just want to call in and say, hey, I'm grateful for fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, you can do that also on Facebook. Exactly. You stole the words out of my mouth. Yeah, just uh, put put a message in there and we'll air it out. I'll read it. Yep. Unless you t- say, don't read this. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, so, you know, this way you're helping somebody else. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, you know, your input uh, is, is so it might be just the words somebody needs to hear. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how powerful it is to be used by God. Mm-hmm. Now I remember where we were when we left. Okay. We were talking about, but I don't feel like I'm doing anything for God. That's where we left off. <laughs> because I was, this is something that Roger and I had talked about just a few days ago. It's like, I do things so automatically. Mm-hmm. And people around me will, will comment on, well, how are you so calm? How are you so this? And what gives you so, and they'll ask me questions and, us, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, yeah, I I'm just this way and then I realized it's not I'm just this way it's God has put this within me to be the person that I am and there everybody has motivational gifts mm-hmm. and I can't tell you what they all are because I don't remember what they all are all I remember is that one of my motivational gifts is the gift of what is it? I don't want to say empathy, but mercy. Mercy. Yep. I, I totally understand and can empathize with people, mm-hmm. and that's a gift that God has given, yeah. and that's a gift that I use on a daily basis, with whether I realize it or not. Right. And so, don't think of it as what am I doing for God or what can I do for God. When you're walking with God and you're doing what you what God what you have always done since you became a Christian. I'm gonna put it that way. Because before becoming a Christian, I don't know that I was this empathetic to people. But just be who you are and know that God is satisfied with what you are doing. Well, the thing is, is too, when God gives a gift, it's usually given, and this is, you know, some people say, well, you know, show me in Scripture this one. I really believe that God gives these kind of things from birth. Mm-hmm. These gifts are given to you for this is the way God wants you to, to live. You can see a lot of things that, you know, 
we we can see you know even with troubled teens and stuff you can see the gifts god's given them but they're using them in the wrong direction or they don't know how to use them yeah i mean if let's take okay the the graffiti artists okay they're up there writing all kinds of evil things or gang slogans whatever beautiful artwork god's given them a talent in that but they're using it the wrong direction Mm -hmm. okay you know they're using it as as a hateful reach out thing instead of making it something that can bless people okay so you know don't think well god hasn't given me anything no he has given you something you know you know some people you know that's why god gives callings according to our gifts okay so i mean a pastor has to have a calling you know you know to get a calling for a pastor we have to be able to work with people okay we've got to be able to listen to them be able to counsel with them yeah these kind of things that god's already got to put have in you because he's not going to put you in the place of a pastor if you can't do the role or if you you don't don't like people yeah all of a sudden it's like man i hate people man i'm a loner i don't want so how can you be a pastor okay or an evangelist okay god can't make an evangelist if you're afraid to get up in front of people okay so you know these these kind of things here you know god gives us gifts and callings or gifts so that we can do the calling that he gives us so you everybody is important everybody has a gift and calling from from god it's it's just realizing what it is and starting to walk in it and so you know don't think that you're out there alone that god doesn't have anything for you to do he's got a great amount to do and where you are is where he needs you to be for this moment in time Mm-hmm. so what's we got um Mike was saying he's thankful for Roger and Loretta, and he's thankful for um, graffiti artists because he's looking at some great graffiti right now in Detroit, so he must be in Michigan. Well, if he's in Detroit, probably. I, I mean, that's... <laughs> hey, that's my ESPN working, Oh, you that's know. your ESPN working? Okay. And then a message from your mom. She says, good evening, love you. Okay. okay. So, Thank you, Mike, for your comments, uh, and, uh, you know, and it is so true. I mean, we, we, there's people we can be thankful for. Have we really be taking the time to be thankful for the, our parents mm-hmm. and for people around us? Uh, you know, we always find the faults in all these different people, but do we, are we thankful mm-hmm. for them? Because God put them in our lives for a reason. Exactly. And for mom. It's like, good evening, we love you too, and we're very grateful for you. Because yeah. without you, Roger and I wouldn't be where we are right now. Amen. So, you know, so there's there's a lot there, folks. I mean, just take a minute, you know, you know, you know, you hear the song, you'll count your blessings, count them one by one. Have you ever just sat down and think of all the things that, you know, the people that are around you that help raise you, whether it be parents, whether it be grandparents, aunts, uncles, foster parents, you know, these people instilled something in you. Mm-hmm. Okay, sometimes like well, they didn't instill good things, 
Well, the thing is, is good, bad, or indifferent, you know, it's something that has molded you. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can use it for good or you can use it for evil. Exactly. And I was going to say, they may not have, have put all the good stuff in you, but there had to be something good. You know, it may just be something little. And that one little thing that was good, that was imparted to you, can grow it can become a consuming fire and just take over and say i can push all this bad stuff out of the way and just focus on this yeah because i mean people you know people can be raised in a bad situation but learn but they you know we have the choice either take that in live a bad life or take it and say I don't want to be that way we can choose we always have the right to choose if we want you know doesn't matter what's all around us our enemies are going to try to say things and do things to destroy us but God says even our enemies will teach us something Mm -hmm. that will be good for the kingdom of God I mean if you you know look at Nehemiah you know, God put on his heart to, re, you know, to, to rebuild, you know, the walls of Jerusalem. Well, the people kept, you know, the enemies kept coming saying, you're, you're too stupid. You can't do these things. You don't know how to build a wall. Probably when you you'd step on it and fall down. You know, all these kind of things that they were doing. But Nehemiah said, don't listen to that. Mm-hmm. They're only trying to do that to get you to stop the work. We're not going to stop the work. You have the ability. You can do this. Mm-hmm. God's given you the ability. He's given you the strength. You know, when somebody says you can't do that, well, how do you know I can't do it? The only way I you know, the only way I can't do it is if I convince myself I can't do it. Or you don't even try. It's like, and if you don't try, you don't know you can't do it. You don't know if you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, first you guys step out there and say. You know, go and give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So, this is how much God loves you and the, and the authority that He's given to you in your life, and that makes Satan very nervous. Right? He doesn't like us to know the power we have because mm-hmm. of who we know. Right. Okay. Because God says, "Now you're mine. I will do." I will bring to your remembrance. You know, and it just goes on. It was all about what God's going to do. We just got to be a faithful person to say, I believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to live that. And it's like, people's like, well, you can't walk a day without sin. That's not true. You know, because if that's the case, then why would Jesus tell the woman caught in adultery, go and sin no more? Why would he tell her to do something that's not possible? It's possible because we can choose today if we're going to sin or not. We choose. Well, it's too hard. It's not too hard. God's already given you power over it. You know, sin has no dominion over you. It has no ruler. It can't make you do anything. Okay? But we choose. It says that we sin... When we're drawn away by our own lusts 
and enticed. So if we're if it's something Satan's trying to draw us away from, we got to realize, you know, I don't have to listen to this. God is more powerful. And he says, I can walk a life that is worthy of the kingdom of God. Because we don't walk this alone. We walk it by faith in Christ and the power of God. You can't you can't raise people from the dead. Only Christ can raise them to the dead. He may use you as a physical body there, but it's still Christ doing the raising. You're not doing it. Okay. We have to understand there's power there. The more we say what we can't do and what we doubt about, the less we will do. Because doubt is sin. And God doesn't operate in sin. Okay? You know, He operates and says, Look, walk by faith, not by sight. You can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. You know, we need to get these things going through our brain. You know, you need to, to be in your word and, and read these things over and over again. And something like that, if you're struggling with it, you know, write these things down. You know, start writing them down and read them. Every day, read them. And, and to remind yourself who you are, who Satan is. And that that he's a liar yeah Satan's a liar and you're the victor you're the victor well I don't have this and I don't have that and I'm, my car is getting towed away and my house being foreclosed okay and just because you see these things going on doesn't mean God doesn't have a greater purpose for you and those things you can survive yeah we've been there we've done that it doesn't feel good, but the point is, is you can have peace in knowing that God's got his hand on this. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't take his hand away and say, now just go suffer. You know, he's there. He says, now I'm leading you in a way you need to go and understand some things. It's like sometimes we just have to fall down to understand it hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, God can say, well, if you fall down, it's going to hurt. Okay. But if you never fall down, you don't really understand that the pain of scraping your knee. And in our walk, sometimes we have to understand where some other people are. Mm-hmm. So we have to have gone through something to understand how to help somebody else. You know, all the things that I went through in, all, in, in my life and the struggles, the, the good things, the bad things were also like help me to help somebody else mm-hmm. well you don't understand well i've been through it yes i do understand my kids always tell me you don't understand what i'm going through yes i do <laughs> well they said that more as teenagers now right. as adults they're coming to us and saying mom what do i do and unfortunately some of the problems that they're going through all i can do is throw my hands up and say haven't been through that don't know can't help you you know so but, but we do the best we can and we pray for them and mm-hmm. and, and things that they and there are some things that we can we can give them godly advice mm-hmm. we can we can share our knowledge and, and experiences and which helps them to say okay so this is how you made it through mm-hmm. okay so now I know I can make it through they made it through so I know I can make it through and you know and so 
you know, like I said, you know, teenagers have this thing that they know everything, and, and it's like, okay, well, and you don't know anything. It's like, yeah, you're right. I don't know anything. Whatever, you know, you know, I've I've lived life a lot longer. Oh, just a day or two. Yeah. So you know, we just, but it, it's funny, you know, when you hear that, and and they're being as serious uh, that they really, really believe that we don't understand what they're going through. You can't understand what I'm going through. Yeah, nothing's different. Nothing's new under the sun. Okay, it was just a little bit different ways of doing it, mm-hmm. but they're also it's the same thing, you know. Yeah, well, it was harder for us than it was for you because mm. you make it harder. You know, yeah, things are things are getting worse, but it doesn't mean that God isn't the same God. It's got the same strength mm-hmm. that carried us through. It's like you know, you just make the choice whether to what to do with it, and so. What are you going to do with it? You know, for those that are saying, I'm a Christian, but you're, you're walking like a sinner. Like, how, how do you justify this? You know, how do you justify spitting in God's face? You know, how do you justify mocking him? The Bible says that God is not mocked. You know. So, you know, and we openly are rebellious against his word. Mm-hmm. And some people going in there in the church and re- say, well, the Bible says not to do this. Oh, I don't care what he says. I'm going to do my own thing. It's like, no, that's rebellion. Rebellion is equal to the sin of witchcraft. No witch will enter the kingdom of God. Okay. They, unless they turn away from their wicked ways and come to follow him. Our past is past. We need to turn away from that and walk away from that and walk in a newness of life. You know. But how do you justify walking around in sin and putting Christ's name on you? Should I, we abound in sin that grace may abound? Or- Shall we dwell in sin that grace may abound? And, you know, and he said, no. So God forbid, how can you that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Right. Okay. So if we've truly given our life over to God, we've died to sin. We died to the power of sin. Sin's all around us, but it's whether we do it or not. Just because somebody else is out there and and shoots their neighbor to death don't mean that you need to go out and shoot your neighbor. You know, well, you know, it's a, a drugs and stuff. Just because there's drugs out there don't mean you have to take them. Why do you take drugs? So that you can get yourself set free from the problems that you're going through. Or from to make reality. you feel better. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever. Well, can't you feel better in God? Once we know Him, that should be the the greatest thing ever. So why do you need drugs? Well, I'm addicted to drugs. Well, God's the healer of all diseases, all problems, all addictions. He's still God, but you're saying that this is more powerful than God in your mind. Okay, 
And you know what? Nobody loves us like Jesus does. And guess what? That's the name of our next song, Nobody Loves Me Like You, by Chris Tomlin, and we will be right back.
Hi, I'm Grace, owner of an amazing home-based bakery called Grace's Sweet Treats. We can supply all your baked needs, from cakes to cookies and more. Dietary restrictions or allergies? No problem. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Grace's Sweet Treats 2021. Or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624. That's 682-319-6624. A portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes. All right, and welcome back. That was Nobody Loves Me Like You by Chris Tomlin, and it's so true. That's it. Your spouse, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, they can't love you like God does. Yeah, they, they have a special love, but God loves you even deeper than they can even love you. Correct. And now, if you're wanting to uh, call in and join the conversation, that phone number is 214-556-6239. I'm also on Facebook monitoring the chat. And while we were on that break, we did get a... a comment from a friend of ours a blast from the past if you would <laughs> when we were pastoring what we called lovingly called the green church because the building itself was watermelon green um she was and she came to the church and she was a big part of our church there and she just wanted to express her gratitude for yeah and then uh, yeah because she she's now married to uh, a a pastor and they have a church going on and so i mean it's it's just awesome to see how god blesses people and you know and so she she was listening and uh, passed a blessing back on to us exactly and we had got good news from my mom because she's had some me medical problems she said everything's working out good so uh you know that's awesome thank you for all the prayers of those that knew about it and was praying and uh, and like I said, Mike uh, called in, and no, was, he didn't call or, in. I'm he sorry, wrote he in. Wrote in, and uh, it's kind of and shared his his uh, what he's thankful for. So if you want to just send a message on what you're thankful for, just a little note. Yeah, and then you know, like I said, we'll put it out on the air, and and uh, you know, but we do appreciate that. We appreciate the the uh, the blessings of. Uh, your gratitude for us. <laughs> so. Exactly. And sometimes we just need that affirmation. Yep. Yeah. So. And I know that God affirms us every day, but it's nice to have somebody acknowledge. Yep. And so, and also don't forget about December 1st and uh, our 150th anniversary or uh, show. Show. Uh, it will be on the December 1st, and uh, we'll be having a celebration after our show on that Friday night here at Fishbowl Studios. If you can come, uh, that'd be great. If you need more information, give us a call, 682-319-4846. Let us know you'd like to come. We'll give you more details, and uh, you know, because we'll be on live uh, from 6 to 8 on that Friday night having our show and then afterwards we'll have cake and stuff like that and have a good time have a little bit of celebration so if you want to come and be part of that uh, please do um, so we won't we won't mind that at all but okay. if you'd let us know that you're coming so that we we can 
make arrangements for food and stuff like that. Exactly. And if you want to be a part of our conversation tonight, that phone number is 214-556-6239. We'd love to hear from you. Like I said, just call in and just say, hey, I'm grateful for... Yeah, and gra- you can fill in the blank. You're grateful for your kids. You're grateful for your husband. You, you know, whatever. It's just speaking that blessing. <coughs> and you know, I have people that come in and they, you know, I always try to leave them with something good when when they leave, uh, when I have a chance to talk to them, and uh, you know, and say, you know, well, have a great day. And they say, well, you have a blessed day too. And I said, thank you. I really like when people speak something good over me instead of saying, well, you know, you know drop dead or whatever. <coughs> so, and I do have a few of those because they're just having a bad day. But, you know, it's just one of those things. But to speak a blessing over them, to, to speak some goodness over them, you know, it makes all the difference in the world. And so <coughs> you can make that difference. And uh, last, you know, this this during this last week, and uh, you know, I was I was at work, and uh, this lady comes in, and she, you know, she's crying. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, well, what's wrong? <coughs> and she goes, uh, she goes, my boyfriend's dying. I said, now yeah, that is that is something that's not good news. And she goes. You know, he's 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 one of those people that know Jesus, and you know he's okay with this. They say okay with what? He says okay with dying. He's at peace about it. It's like he says, "I'm ready to go home," and she goes, "I'm afraid." Afraid of what? Afraid of him going home? Or afraid that you don't know how to get there. And she goes, Well, I just don't wanna I just don't wanna talk to him right now because I'm afraid that my fear is gonna rub off on him and he won't have the peace anymore. I said, No, he'll have, he'll have the peace. But you wanna talk to him because he can tell you how you can get the peace. And so we talked just a minute and you know, she wasn't you know she goes okay and so you know you know i'm at work you know i don't have you know know, i don't have a lot of time to to spend talking with this one person because i have lines of people i gotta deal with and but the thing is is god gave me the words to say in a short period of time when she left she goes thank you for that i'm gonna go talk to him and i said it would be the best thing because instead of not knowing Mm -hmm. Or being afraid to talk, go and talk to him. Be part of his his last moments here. If he really loves you, he's going to show tell you all about how he got this peace and how he can say, "I'm ready to go home." Okay. And so, right there in the middle of our store, it's like, you know, I'm I'm sharing the gospel, letting her know that there's peace. But what if I said, well, I'm afraid. Uh, I, I don't want to do this. And it's like, then she wouldn't have got that peace. You know? So don't be afraid to 
to open your mouth and speak the truth. Mm-hmm. So what you got there, dear? Your mom and I are having fun. Oh. <laughs> well, we were talking about the 150th show and the celebration. So mm-hmm. she says, can I come? And she also said, I'm grateful for life. But when she said, can I come? I responded, sure. Do you need help getting here? just kidding for reaction (laughs) and it's like i understand that but it's like oh yeah that would be fun yeah so uh but you know everything god's got you where you're at and he needs you there and he needs you aware and doing what needs to be done Mm -hmm. somebody needs just that gentle word you know, and I'm sure there's testimonies over testimonies that you, you, you could share over Facebook or you could call in of how God has used you to touch somebody's life. And you don't have to have a title to do it. Exactly. All you got to do is just be his child and be where, you know, where he wants you to be. Yeah, well, all of a sudden I, I turned down this wrong street and got stuck on this road and blah, blah, blah. But I came across this person and I got to share Jesus. That's because God sent you down the road. Even though it wasn't where you wanted to go, God sent you there. That's where he so, needed you to go. So be mindful of that. It's not about you and your living. It's about you and serving Christ, what he needs. Mm-hmm. Because these are going to be jewels in your crown in the kingdom of God. All these things that you've done for Christ. You could have made a million dollars but only nothing to Christ. But helping that one person here, helping that homeless person there, helping your neighbor across the street, uh, you know, helping, you know, whatever, some people at work, ministering to them. Sharing the truth with them. You know, I, I care enough to share the truth with you. Well, I don't like it. Well, I didn't like it either, but once I come to realize that it's the truth, you can't argue with the truth. The truth is the truth, and it's like, well, if this is it, you know, that I can't enter the kingdom of God unless I accept Jesus as the person in charge of my life. And I have to follow his rules. That's the truth, but I don't like it because I'm not in control, and I've got to give up that. And what he asks us to do is not difficult. You know, it's like he says, you do what I tell you to do. And it's like, it's not difficult. If he says, and I'm going to go off script here, not that there is a script, but if he says... I want you to come on the street corner and just sing. Then you go on that street corner and sing. You maybe would have done it before anyway. But, you know, he he doesn't ask you to do things you cannot do, mm-hmm. that you're not equipped to do. He's only going to ask you to do what you can do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... A wonderful, you know, if you ever get a chance to read some of these books on some of the early uh, ministers that that are out there, Smith Wigglesworth. I read a book on uh, about his 
God, he was a missionary. Yeah, he was a missionary, <clears throat> and he he got you know such a closeness with God, and that God would do basically anything for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he would he's always obedient, and uh, he his wife died, and he cried and he said, "Well, God, I want you to bring her back." God says, "That's what you want." I want you to bring her back. So she comes back, you know, right there in her casket, sits up. Why did you, and his wife says, why did you call me back? I was in the presence of God. I'm, I miss you so much. I don't, want to, I don't want you to go. She goes, I don't want to stay. I've seen heaven. I've seen the face of God. I want to go back. And so he says, okay, God, send her back. I said, you mean God would actually do this for a person? God will do greater things than that. You know, there's just his, his testimony. You know, he, he made a promise to God that he would go out and, and minister to at least five people a day. I was like, he goes, okay. Well, there was one snowy day, and where, and I think it was in England is where he was at at that time. Um, but anyway, he was, uh, he didn't go out that day. And it was 11 o'clock at night, and God says, uh, didn't you make a promise to witness to five people a day? I did. So he got up, went out, went to went to downtown, wherever he was at, and stood in the corner. Is there nobody around? He said, "You know, and you know, now it's it's almost it's almost midnight." He says, "I'm sorry, Lord, I I disobeyed you. You know, I didn't fulfill my promise. But there was a guy." Walking down, the, <clears throat> walking down the street, he ministered to that man. He gave his life to the Lord. He said, "I didn't get five. God said, "No, but you were there for the one." And I mean, there's there's such powerful statements with when you read about some of these, eight, you know, back in the 1800s and things like this. These ministers that had a close relationship with mm-hmm. God. That God did mighty great things. Even today, there's great missionaries out there that are that God is moving through them in a mighty way that we don't see in this nice America we have with all the the frills and stuff, you know. Because yeah, uh, heard about one missionary. He's like he's picking people up, take them to church. He had a big pickup truck and it was a bumpy old road down a the mountain area and uh, he was driving the truck and bounced it and the lady fell out uh, of the back and broke her arm and bones sticking out and everybody's like what do we do what do we do so well, we're gonna have to ask god because they didn't have a medical facility to take him to so they got around and they prayed the prayer of faith 
and they watch the bone go back into the skin and the skin heal over. And they say, okay, well, let's get going. It was like nothing to them. It, it, it didn't surprise them. They believed it in, and they've seen that God would do this kind of thing. It's like, why, why, if we've seen that, would we be shocked? Would we be in awe? It's like, wow, I mean, God does? Yeah, he does it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are times when we see the grand things, like putting the bone back in the skin, closing the skin up. But I cannot remember the person's name, but he was back in the 1800s, had an orphanage, and the children wanted ice cream. Now, it's an orphanage, 1800s. You don't just get stuff like that. And so he told them, he says, you pray about it. You ask God. And so he was teaching this to the children. If you want something, you ask God for it. So all the kids prayed, and the next day there was a truck, cart, whatever, that had ice cream in it, and they said, we were told to bring this to you because we had no place to keep it, and the kids had ice cream. Now, that's just a little, little thing, but to those kids, that was as big as setting a bone and and putting the skin back together. Yeah. So don't think that if God's not doing the grand and glorious, he's just doing the small and mundane, mm-hmm. be grateful for it. Right. it. Recognize it as this is a gift from God. Yeah, it's uh, been a few years back, and uh, I went to Mexico. They had an orphanage in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And we took out, we took down a truckload of clothes and stuff like that to them. And food. And And so, you know, something we took down there. And so we went down and, uh, you know, met up with uh, the the pastor there and got seen the kids and everything. And they had a really nice warehouse. You know, I was like, wow, this is, you know, he says, yeah, we just got done building it. I said, wow, okay, that must have cost you a pretty penny. He said, it didn't cost us anything. I said, what? <laughs> he said, no, we, we just prayed about it. And God told us, you know, one day he says, okay, you need to go out and uh, go in and dig the footer for the building. So they laid out everything, dug the, the footer all around and everything. It's like, okay. And uh, this is... And so they say, okay, God, so what are you going to do now? He said, now I want you to go, and, and they had one bag of concrete. And I said, go, he get, God said, mix up that one bag of concrete. And I go, well, God could do anything. He can multiply this one bag, you know. They was like, okay. Like he did with five fish and, <laughs> or, yeah, five fish and three loaves of bread. So he's, he, they're make, they get that started, and it's like, okay. All of a sudden two cement trucks pull up and says is this the address yeah this is the address they poured the footer and the slab for this building 
He said, I did not order this. He says, I, this, is, this, is, this is your address, right? Yeah, this is the address. This is where we're dumping it. Well, we can't pay for it. He said, it's already paid for. And they got done. That one bag of concrete was the last bit of concrete they needed to finish it. Because they waited on God. Mm -hmm. then, the, then all of a sudden, you know, they had this slab. Now, okay, we just got to believe for... All of a sudden, people, you know, there's companies come up and says, well, we got, you know. We ordered too much of you know, whatever. Too much this and that. We wanted to, God told us to bring it over here. Now everybody say, well, wait a minute. It's like, yeah. And they put it up for them. Because they're waiting on God, and God showed them their provision. And he was teaching these kids that no matter, even though you're orphans, God is not, he, or he's not abandoned you, okay? The stuff we brought down were things that they were needing, okay? It's just people would bring truckloads of stuff because God knows, and God will take care of. And, you know, these people were very big on, we wait on God. Mm -hmm. We just don't go do. We wait on God. And the children learned, and they had prayer time. You, you know, this is what we need. Is there something you need? You know, certain things, clothes, whatever. We need to pray about this. And, and made mighty men and women out of those children on how to serve God. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've seen it, you know, and it's, it's amazing. You know, because it, it kind of caught me off guard. It's like, wait a minute, you don't, you know, you're talking... I think it was a 5,000 square foot building, you know, and it, I was like, wow, that's a, that's a big square footage, mm -hmm. but they needed it for the storage. Right. Mm -hmm. so, so God is, hasn't stopped being God. We have stopped believing God would do it for us. And so he doesn't. So let's change your attitude a little bit. If God says, I will then why do you say he's not? Because God doesn't lie. He will. You know, he wants us to prosper and, and be of good health. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not prosperous. I don't have two pennies to rub together. And, you know, I'm sick. <laughs> okay. That's not what God's plan is for you. But you've received it and accepted it and accused God of not doing his, his will. And if you go on with the rest of that verse, he wants you to prosper and be in health as your soul prospers and is in health. So if you're neglecting your soul, you know, you can't expect God to to perform. Well, he says he can't he can't work with doubt. He mm -hmm. can't work with, you know, uh, with this kind of thing. He, he says you must have faith. Mm -hmm. Faith pleases God. Faith moves God's hand. And when he sees that you truly believe that whatever we, you ask for, that he's willing to provide. You ask, if God says no, then accept now and go on. Exactly. So. But, uh, you know, God is still in the miracle working business. You know, 
just reach out your hand. You know, when's the last time you said, God, take my hand, show me where to go? Or is it, God, I'm busy right now. You have to wait for my, when I can get around to it. You know, if you're that, if you're that way, you're not a servant of God. You make God your servant. Mm -hmm. You'll do it on my time. Well, no, you can't be God. So you got to give up that attitude. Yep, there's only one God, and he is a jealous God, and you're not going to go up and say, hey, here I am, I'm taking your place. Because mm -hmm. let's look at what happened to Satan. And he's, you know, we all know where he is right now. He's roaming the earth and wreaking havoc all over everybody. But one day he will get his just. He'll be put into the lake of fire for torment, to be tormented forever. Believe me that for those people that, you know, think they know about hell, it's like people say, well, you go down there and Satan will torment you. No, Satan ain't tormenting. Satan is being tormented. You're going to be tormented if you're not one of uh, a child of God. So don't think that Satan is down there thinking he's going to... Having a party. He's having a party. He, not that happening. Mm -mm. Okay. And he's not going to be down there tempting you with beer and other alcohol and stuff like that. Not going to happen. Yeah. So it is time for that next break. And this is, I know this is one of Victor's favorites, Gratitude by Brendan Lake. And we will be right back. All my words fall short I got nothing new How could I express All my gratitude I could sing these songs As I often do but every song must end And you never do So I throw up my hands And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a hallelujah
don't you get shy on me, lift up your song Cause you've got a line inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord Oh, come on my soul Oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your song owner of an amazing home-based bakery called Grace's Sweet Treats. We can supply all your baked needs, from cakes to cookies and more. Dietary restrictions or allergies? No problem. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Grace's Sweet Treats 2021. Or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624. That's 682-319-6624. A portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes. All right, welcome back. That was Gratitude by Brendan Lake. And being the holiday season, Thanksgiving right around the corner, that's all we can do is give our gratitude. And when we're giving gratitude to God, sometimes all we can say is hallelujah. So That's true. I mean, it's just sometimes it's just the spirit within us. There's not much else to say but hallelujah which is the highest form of praise and it's just you know god is that great it's like what else can you say okay sometimes words just don't have enough meaning uh and sometimes thank you's just not enough yeah it's like we can't get the words to really express how we're feeling they just 
they're just too shallow you know and that's where you know the word hallelujah comes in it's like that is the highest form of praise and so and that's why some you know those that we get worshiping god it's like you just want to say hallelujah Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because it's just something to say. It's just a spirit inside you saying, I'm going to praise God with the highest form of praise I can give. There's nothing higher. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so we can sit back and, you know, the Holy Spirit is taking over at that point and just saying, this is, you're just awesome. And so, and if you haven't, haven't had that time where you can say, yeah, I've really got into that kind of worship. Then you need to really check yourself out because the Holy, you know, you don't want to be worshiping in in the flesh. You want to be worshiping in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And you want to let the Holy Spirit just guide, and you know, let let your spirit worship with the Holy Spirit. And you'll find it's a, a lot, a lot more fun, a lot more satisfying when you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in your worship not trying to do it the way man wants it done okay now you need to stand up sit down stand up sit down run around sit, you know whatever it is what if God just says kneel down what if God says okay jump up and down okay what well, you're gonna get excited and you're gonna and just so you're gonna read you're gonna act so you know I know for myself it's like I enjoy that so much more than just going in, singing three songs, and then they're not bad songs. They're good songs. They're good messages, but there's just more. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more worship. But and there's times that they stop singing and I don't stop. It's like I I, I continue my worship, and they're 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 on into doing announcements. And I, and I you know I'm still worshiping right now until God says stop worshiping. So, but, um, you know, I know we, we're getting down to... Uh, the last little bit of time. last little bit of time we got. You still have an opportunity to give us a call at 214-556-6239. Uh, we'd still love to hear from you, hear what you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, uh, if you want more information about our 150th show... That's uh, you can call six eight two three one nine four eight four six. Get more information. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you always want to call us and give us, you know, congratulations, con- and or just want to share your gratitude, you know, with us, or just want to share a prayer request, you can still call that same number six eight two three one nine four eight four six. And. Uh, like I said, uh, probably Andre or Cindy will probably be answering the phone. And uh, that way you can, you know, we can be praying for you about things. Um, and this way you can also just share these things and kind of encourage us. And we can be uh, praising with you in the things you're thankful for. Okay. <clears throat> so just a getting into the one got one last thing to to share with you and so it shouldn't take very long it's you know how uh, when you go to first corinthians chapter five it talks about immorality defiling the church and we need to make sure 
that these little these sins that are going on within the body of Christ are contagious. Talks about leaven, okay? Talks about sin as like a leaven. It's or like a yeast that you put in bread to make it rise. It spreads to the whole thing. You can't once you put it in you can't take it out. You can't take it out. You can't change it. Okay? Now it's infected the whole lump of dough. Now, you know, but we know that with Christ, he has the power to change that in in lives. But he's they're using that as an analogy. It's like don't let sin reign. Okay? If you see that there's, you know, talked about sexual immorality uh, things like this going on in the church get away from there okay Just you can pray for them but get out of there because you don't want to be infected with this attitude that's going on that infects the mind mm-hmm. now all of a sudden it's okay to do these these wrong things or you know they they you know whatever they do that that's sin according to the the scripture, get away from it, or you can get infected. Now you got to repent because now you are involved. You don't don't stay someplace that sin is ruling and it's obvious. You know the pastor has a mistress. Get out of there. Okay, pray for him, but get out of that before. That spirit comes around and hits you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it says that you know, um, it says that uh, starting in verse six, your glorying is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the lump, the whole lump? Therefore, purge out the old leaven, that you may be a new lump. Uh, since you truly are unleavened, for indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. We got you know, get away from this. You know, there are plenty of good churches out there. You don't have to stay in something that is teaching wrong, you know, they're living wrong, whatever, and then trying to say, I'm holy. Okay. So, says... Just get away, cut it out. If if you, you know, if it's a pastor, if you see this thing going on in the church, cut it out, stop it. Okay, don't let it continue. So let's be careful because God is coming back soon. But if we're going to be sitting around infected with all kinds of stuff, are we going to get to go? Okay. Have we repented? If we repent, it means we got to walk away from it. So God said, he said, told me, he said, I want you to be my mouthpiece. I want you to speak the truth. Okay. So that's, figured I'd share that with you because there's a lot of that going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's all about entertainment. It's all about this, that, and the other thing. It's all about money. Well, get out of that. It's time to start going and worshiping the way God wants. So. I turn it back over to you. See? Well, I was going <laughs> to say, we've got about eight minutes left. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know that I can talk for eight minutes. Mm. Yeah, don't <laughs> even go there. <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm trying to be good, but we've had a good show tonight. We've had a lot of encouragement on Facebook, and I thank you for that. It just, it really means a lot. It, it makes the reason we're doing the show that much more tangible. Mm -hmm. And I really love it in hearing from people that we haven't heard from in a while. It's also a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. um, and like I told Roger on our last break, I said, I looked at him and said, your mom's being rather chatty tonight, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> I love it. You know, so. But we've, we have talked about a lot of things. We've talked about Primarily, we talked about gratitude. And we need to have an attitude of gratitude. Yeah, are we grateful that a scorpion stung us or a spider bit us or we got strep throat? Or it, We're not happy about it. But you know what? There's something in that that God wanted to use for his glory. And to help somebody else so but keep an attitude of gratitude not just during the Thanksgiving and Christmas season but every day of the year and is it always easy no it's not always easy to have an attitude of gratitude you maybe don't feel good you're tired you're grumpy but that's okay once you regain your composure, get that gratitude right back there. Mm -hmm. So um, don't forget to vote. Mm -hmm. Voting ends on the 17th of this month. Go to fbrn.us. Click on the three little lines at the top. It'll pull up another screen that says... Sharky Awards nominations. Nominations. Yeah, it's the first one on the list, but it has other things there too. But um, and to help you out, if you vote for your favorite show, and if we're your favorite show, it's Glory Rising Radio. If we're your favorite male and female host, that's Roger Dennis, Loretta Dennis, and the Guppy mm -hmm. Show. You can vote for Woman's Recovery, Word on the Street. These are a couple of the new shows from this from this year. So just click, 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 submit. And uh, we'd love to have your vote. Again, the first um, of December, our hundred and fiftieth show celebration. But before all this happens, we want you to have a good week. Mm -hmm. Come back and join us again next Friday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time. Be blessed, but most importantly, be a blessing. And we're going to leave you with the song tonight of I'm So Blessed by Cain. Good night. Good night. Hey!
day I'm a child of God on my worst day I'm a child of God oh every day is a good day and you're the Oh, but God.